You know, many of us, especially us guys, do not like to admit that there's something that we're not strong enough to do, right? If we can't lift it, we'll push it, and if we can't push it, we'll destroy it, right? That's what we want. We don't like to say, I can't do this because I'm not strong enough. And it happens in things that are a little more serious than that, right? And we face things in life and suddenly we feel like, I don't know if I can get through this. I don't know if I'm strong enough to deal with this. Maybe you've dealt with someone who has an addiction or you've dealt with that yourself. And you've thought in the middle of all that, I don't know that I can really battle this because I'm just not strong enough to do it. Today we finish up this series that I've called Lean On Me, and we've thought a little bit about God's promises to us on on the ways that He gets us through this life, the the promises that we can really depend on, because we know that in the culture there are some things that people say about God that just really aren't true, like God wants me to be happy and so He'll do X, Y, or Z. Well, I don't know that there's any place in Scripture that says that God's ultimate goal is to make us happy in this life. As much as we might want this, God doesn't say that's what this life is all about. And so we've looked at Scripture to see that God does promise to to be with us, right? To guide us, to forgive us. But what happens when we're in the midst of something that we just don't feel like we're strong enough to handle? Maybe we're facing a diagnosis that is going to change everything about our lives, or we've dealt with a loss in our life. Someone has passed, and, and it doesn't feel like life is ever going to be the same. What do we do in the middle of that? Maybe we're in the midst of a financial problem where things are falling apart at work, or you feel like your marriage is broken and you can't fix it. You don't know what to do with your kids or your parents. It could be any number of things, and it just feels like I'm not strong enough to get through this. What does God do in the middle of that? Is there anything that God does that constructively helps us as we're walking through a time like that? Today, I want us to think about that question, and to get at the answer, I'd like us to turn to a passage that we find in Isaiah chapter 40. We'll get there in a minute. It's a passage that in some ways has shown up on coffee mugs and wall hangings and pictures, and it's almost become a cliche, but it's a powerful passage, and I'd like for us to revisit it and hear just what it can say to us in the middle of difficult times. Now, In Isaiah 40, this whole book that that runs through 66 chapters makes a big turn. The first 39 chapters, Isaiah has done a lot of, hey, people of Judah, people of Israel, you have disobeyed God, and because of that disobedience, you are facing or are going to face God's discipline. There's going to be punishment. It is not going to be easy for you. But in chapter 40... Isaiah's message changes a little bit in that he begins to offer them hope. And he opens the chapter by saying, you are comforted because of who God is. And so we move from this challenge of discipline and punishment to a message of hope and comfort. And we find ourselves at the end of that chapter, Isaiah chapter 40, with this message of encouragement. Now, as we read the the beginning of our section today, it doesn't sound like encouragement because Isaiah is voicing some of the concerns, some of the questions that people are asking in the midst of their trouble, okay? And it's amazing how Scripture can speak what we're afraid to speak to God because these people were being pretty honest. And maybe you've asked questions a little bit like this. So Isaiah chapter 40, beginning in verse 27. Isaiah says to them, why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, Jacob and Israel, same person, and his descendants are the same people. 
Isaiah speaking to them, this is what they're saying. My way is hidden from the Lord, from Yahweh, the God of the Old Testament, the God who is Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the God of the Bible. My cause is disregarded by my God. They're saying, well, God, where, where are you, right? God, I'm going through this really hard time in my life, and I don't understand, number one, why you would allow it to happen. Like, God, why did you let this happen? Either because I made bad decisions, someone else made bad decisions, or something just terrible just happened. Nobody's at fault. God, you are powerful enough. You could have prevented this. And if you didn't prevent it, you could make it go away. So God, are you, are you just not listening? Do you just not care? Do you not have what it takes to deal with the trouble that I'm facing right now? But God, it doesn't feel like you're involved. Isaiah says, I know you are asking those questions. Here's the response. Verse 28. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Yahweh is the everlasting God. The creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary and his understanding no one can fathom. What Isaiah does is turn to the, the nature of God. Let me tell you what God is like. Here, here's the God you're talking about that you think don't, doesn't care about you. This is the everlasting God. The God who, who was, who is, who always will be. He is eternally present. We're talking about a God that no matter what's going on in your life, God is still there, right? He's always going to be there. You can always count on God's presence, if nothing else. But more than that, He's the creator of the ends of the earth. Everything that is was made by the hands of God. So things that are very, very small that amaze us, that make up life and make up everything that we see, the vastness of space, our bodies, the beauty of the earth, all those things made by God. This is the God we're talking about, the creator God, the God who made everything that is. He will not grow tired or weary. God's not going to wear out. As much as you may think, maybe he's just forgotten me. He has not. He is still there. He is always active in your life. It's not that God's tired or tired of you. And his understanding no one can fathom. We don't get everything that God does. We don't understand everything that God understands. And sometimes in the midst of our suffering... We don't understand why it's happening, why God would allow it to happen, what the results may be. We just see how we feel. And God knows more than all that. And then comes the encouragement. Beginning in verse 29, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. God's strength goes on and on, but, but he gives us strength. And the truth is, whatever it is you're facing today, and it feels like, I don't know if I can really make it through this. I don't know that I'm strong enough to, to endure what's coming my way, to walk through this. The, the truth is, you may not be. That may be right. You may not have the strength to do it. But God does. And here we have the beginning of this promise. He gives strength to the weary. He increases the power of the weak. And you may say today, you know what, that, that's me. I am worn out of what's going on with me right now. 
I'm worn out of how I feel. I'm worn out of hurting. I'm worn out of trying. I'm worn out of thinking this through over and over and overthinking it through over and over, and I just don't have anything left. But God does. God's not done. And then we come to the, the end of this passage that really is the part that shows up in Christian bookstores, on art, and everywhere else. Beginning in verse 30, even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord, in Yahweh, will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I mean, this poetic form, the this prophet Isaiah reminds us that, yeah, there are times when not just the old people, but the young people get tired. But God does not. And He'll lift us up. And He'll carry us through the most difficult times. We'll run and not grow weary. We'll walk and not faint. We will not wear out. Why? Because we are so strong because of our superior strength over everyone else? No. Because we are strengthened by God. And that really is the message of this passage. God gives us the strength we don't have. The strength that we need. We can't make it on our own, but God can help us do it. God gives us the strength that we just don't have. The strength that we want to have. The, the strength that maybe we feel like we should have, but it's just not there. And I think this works its way out in a couple different ways in our lives. If we really want to access the strength that, that Isaiah promises here, that God promises to us, there's a couple things that we need to do. And the first is to align ourselves with God's promises. To say, okay, well, you know what? If, if I'm asking God to strengthen me, then, then I probably need to get lined up with what God wants. Because the promise is not God will give you strength to do whatever you want to do. We sometimes interpret, interpret it that way. In fact, there's another passage that we sort of read in the same way. Over in Philippians, this is Paul speaking way over in the New Testament, hundreds of years after Isaiah. And we'll sometimes quote this verse from Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all this through Him who gives me strength. Maybe you memorized it. I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. And that sounds like whatever I want to accomplish, the doors are wide open. I can do it all, right? Let's encourage the high school graduates. You can reach any goal. You can do whatever you want. But that's really not what Paul's saying. Because we take this, this verse out of context and we miss verse 12. Here's what the promise really is. Paul says, I know what it is to be in need. And he did. Here's a guy who had been stoned, had been imprisoned, had been shipwrecked. Paul knew very difficult times. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And then, verse 13, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. I can do what? I can do what God's called me to do. To be content whether life is easy or difficult. To, to be content, to be satisfied with what God has done, whether <clears throat> life is just like I want it or whether I'm struggling. And we go back to Isaiah and we're reminded that 
It's not that God just gives us strength to do whatever we want, but that God gives us strength to do what He wants. And so we're called to line up our lives to become the people that God has called us to be because when we're doing that, that's what God strengthens us to do. Because following God is not always easy. And following God doesn't mean all the problems just magically go away, that He's going he's to take all the difficulty away because we've decided to follow Him. The promise here is that He strengthens us to walk through the difficult times even when they're the result of following Him. So we've got to line ourselves up with God's promises. And then second, depend on God's strength. We've got to make that choice. Choose to depend on God's strength. Recognize, hey, I can't do it all. I'm not going to be the, the perfect dad, the perfect mom, the perfect husband, perfect wife, student, employer, employee, church leader, school leader, community leader, whatever it is you do, I'm not going to be perfect at it. I'm going to face difficulty. It's going to be hard sometimes. In fact, there are going to be times when I feel like I can't do it. And you know what? We choose to depend on God's strength because when we've lined ourselves up with Him and we're becoming, not that we're perfect, we're becoming the people that God has called us to be, the promise is, he strengthens us. He makes sure that we have what it takes to keep going. You know, as we come to the, the end of this series, we've talked now for four weeks about leaning on God, leaning on His promises, and I think this is a good place for us to finish it up. Because what we're saying is, if we want to get through this life, and it is not always going to be easy, if we want to get through this life, the only way to do that is to depend on God's promises. To be present. To forgive. To guide. To strengthen. And there are more than just those four. But those four get us a long way down the road of saying, you know what? God's plan is better than my plan. And even when it's hard, I'm going to follow God because that's the only place I'm going to get the strength that I need to keep going. Let's pray. God, we admit that there are things that we don't know how to handle. There are things that emotionally we just don't feel like we have what it takes to get through it. And so, God, we ask for your strength. We ask that you would show us your path, your way. And God, we pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand and continue to worship.